this is the Pie Boy Podcast. What's good? Like literally, what's good? Be grateful for something. Think about it. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for stories. I'm grateful for my students. Grateful for my family. Grateful for this podcast. Um, But anyway, it's Sparky. And welcome back. Here we are, episode 149. And I'm thinking about substitute teachers. Um, There's some really great ones out there, but there's some also real fucking terrible ones. And being like, a teacher now and I had been a substitute teacher at one point in time and a good one and I've gotten good references for that <clears throat> when I was in between full-time gigs and but I've also like had subs that were terrible and I've heard about subs being terrible and I've experienced terrible subs as a student and like one of them was a sub and a teacher like full-time he had like covered for somebody at one point but then like went back to being a sub but also was a coach and was also terrible at that but it came up on here just to complain because you know i got some good stories out of this this guy but he was he was my nemesis as a young person, like one of my nemesis. And I think about like what Pink Floyd's talking about in The Wall and a lot of their themes of just that generation. Boomers just being abused in school. Like they come from a generation of being spanked and paddled and hit with rulers and hit upside the head and other things that are like unspoken or not known that are just like borderline abuse or uh, trauma and terror that they try to just scare kids into behaving, which so like some kids are pushing the limit. Some kids are bad and doing bad stuff and they're like on a really bad path and you gotta stop them soon. But um yeah the sub sub was so bad we we're talking about subs in uh at my, in my little lunch group at at school the other teachers and i think they were talking about a sub like subs that are good and some subs that are bad and loving some of our subs that we have that are like been there for a long time one guy i'm not gonna say his name but he's been there for who knows, in the school district, maybe 50 years, 60 years, maybe been a teacher for almost 70 years, probably. This dude's in his 80s, um, late 80s, almost 90, and he still subs and loves and the kids look out for him, but like, he's old. He mentioned something about meeting Albert Einstein. I thought that was really interesting. (laughs) So things like that, but this is not that guy. I'm thinking of my seventh grade football coach 
and substitute in science and other classes, but usually science classes or social study class, social studies class for uh, Mr. Monzi or science for Mr. Layton because they were coaches. So it's like a coach would call up and they all coached with him and they would cover each other and different shit. Anyway, that's where I met this guy. Southern um, from St. Louis who's always talking about being from the show me state and he had a like kind of a southern accent it was more of just like jumbled he was kind of hard to understand at certain points he was a, a mo a more coherent like southern accent guy not a Creole accent but it's definitely southern like a drawl of some sort He's always talking about being from St. Louis and supposedly he played for the fucking Cardinals and professional baseball somewhere, which was so far back that nobody could really trace it. And like a lot of the stuff I heard is just that he played like big time softball somewhere and got paid to play like semi-pro softball in St. Louis. But people misunderstood that as like playing for that for the Cardinals Maybe I'm putting them down and I shouldn't, but just things like that. I didn't know that in seventh grade, but in seventh grade, I met him and he was my fir uh, first experience was uh, like first day of school and football practice after school, seventh grade. I forgot my shorts, but I had like those zip pants. So I had zipped my pants into shorts and kind of like rolled them so they look like shorts it was embarrassing um <clears throat> and i actually didn't forget them i just had put them in my school bag and not in my like gym bag and i was just nervous and all this stuff and didn't want to be late and want to make a good impression on the first day because i knew we we're gonna race and all this stuff so we did oh, football season with mr conley was terrible he was just like a drill sergeant not very knowledgeable of actual sports so we did a lot of running and calisthenics and like when he'd teach you to do stuff he couldn't really bend over or do anything so it was just a lot of telling you to do stuff and like moving people around like rock'em fucking sock'em robots like here stand here kid you you over there and he always said people's names wrong called me Swainy or just you he never said swain or kc he like couldn't remember your fucking name so he just like make things up and you get weird nicknames my friend lumpy loved him his last name was hosey and he loved him because of this because he'd pronounce his name wrong and he'd always yell when he said his name he'd say hosey hosey or he'd say hosey hosey or hosey has me or hosey hosey go over here he it was so ridiculous ever there was always a different pronunciation and my dad and Lumpy and all my buddies just thought that was the funniest shit. And we would do that voice late into the night on Fridays and Saturdays on sleepovers. <clears throat> laughing and laughing and mocking this fucking stupid <laughs> substitute teacher and 
football coach. Um, we were at odds right away. And my dad always said my dad was a coach for a long time. My coach, Ann, was a coach and just been around sports for a long time. And always said, like, oh, you got to listen to your coaches no matter what, even if they're wrong, like, to a certain degree and blah, blah, blah. And, like, yeah, I always respect it. But this is, like, one of the first times I felt, like, hate towards a coach. Taught us nothing um, but expected you to know all the fundamentals and scream at you for not knowing fundamentals, even though he didn't teach you fundamentals. Um, and he always sounded really like he knew what he was talking about. But if you were smart, you would always be like, what the fuck is he talking about? He was just like finessing people and bullshitting. And uh, dumb people ate it up. Like, sorry. Um to those people that thought he was a good coach. You just ate it up. You took it hook, line, and sinker. But as a substitute teacher, oh my god. So bad. So you'd fall asleep sometimes. You'd be fucking having to wake him up. He would just tell us to, oh, here's your work. He would just throw the work at us and say, like, you need to be quiet. It's quiet time and do your work. And he would just sit up there and just like stare off into space and pick his fucking ears and pick wax out with like, stop saying like with a key and weird shit like that and look at it. And if it got rowdy, though, that's when things got interesting. If things got a little out of control, he'd get upset and he'd start yelling and he would start making up the weirdest stuff. And my teacher group thought this was so funny. Weird stuff to get us to calm down and pay attention. So he'd start hollering and saying, like, you hear that, everybody? You hear that? You hear that? Put your ear to the ground. Put your ear to the table or to the ground. If it was football practice, put your ears to the ground. And we did this a lot. If it was science class, like put your ear to your desk or up on the counter of your workstation or whatever. And we'd all be like looking around like, why? And he'd be like, listen, you got to listen. Put your ear to the ground. Keep listening. You hear that? You hear that? And it'd be like five minutes, ten minutes. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? We're all looking around. And be like, you hear the buffalo coming? And he'd look at us and say, say it again. You hear the buffalo coming? What the fuck is this guy talking about? And then he'd give us like a little lecture about being loud. And I want to say some racist shit about little Indians and some other horse shit about a powwow. And then we go back to work or practice or whatever. But like in school, he's a little bit nicer, but in sports he'd just like after that we would run or move on to something or he tells like just like oh we're done like just fucking go home um type of stuff and his pep talks were always it was more of just putting you down like not listening good enough not reading good enough not paying attention not running hard enough no heart no guts and one time we got it into it really bad 
at this game in seventh grade, like our first away game. And we had all these other jackasses on our team that like it was like the school team. So we had the rec kids, but also like the competitive kids. And it was like our first hurrah together and we got our asses handed to us and I was just having a hard time because that never really happened before but we weren't being coached so I was like being I was getting frustrated I was trying to coach my team and he got mad at me for not doing what he said to do and he took me out of the game and he drug me out by my face mask and was like yelling at me and like shaking me by my face mask and shit just like abuse like it was total abuse and my dad got really mad he called the school about it and all this stuff and like after that like i always had a like an x on my head from this guy because my dad like spoke up like this guy first of all doesn't know how to fucking coach and then he's basically abusing my son like what the fuck are you gonna do about it? and they did nothing it's like 2000 it's like 99 2000 they aren't gonna do shit <clears throat> back then especially so mr calmly just keeps living his good old boy life um but he continues being a sub at the middle school level for a while and also high school level, which is even more laughable because you just sit back there half dead, <laughs> falling asleep in the class, not doing any sub plans at all or really knowing what was going on. Like he was basically half dead and he was kind of funny. Like he was likable and he'd tell you f weird stories about growing up and he'd call us like rutabagas and the old rutabagas and shit. But like... It's <laughs> just kind of a waste of air, and I'm kind of, I know this is dark, but totally just a pain in my ass. And then he was my high school baseball coach, and specifically my pitching coach, and he just always playing fucking mind games with me, playing those mind games forever. And I was going to pitching literally and this is in another podcast so i'm not going to get that much into it a pitching camp called bioforce that like oregon state baseball team still does to this day and they're and been national champs at one point in time and their pitching was legit and it was because of this training program and i fucking did it and i was a good pitcher but he had a little boner for my other friend who was never said anything um he was a great pitcher could have been better if he did what we were doing and they loved him so he got to pitch all the time um hated me i'd be warming up for the game and he'd be like oh you're not ready and all of a sudden i wasn't starting the game he did that to me like three or four times in a row and like i almost quit i was so mad all i wanted to do was pitch my senior year and my junior year and hey, this dude just was always fucking with me he's always saying like i, I had no curveball and like get my gas isn't always gonna last my fastball and all this fucking horse shit he was always messing with my arm slot so for you sports nerds and athletes and baseball players he's always messing with my arm slot and i come from a world of you go with your natural arm slot unless it's go, there's mechanical issues and things that are 
getting in the way, but I didn't have that. I'm more of a three quarter guy, not over the top or whatever. But he always said that I threw sidearm, which is not true. I grew up with like really good fundamentals because I was coached really well as a young kid. Um, but that's just where my arm was. I have a live arm when I pitch from that way. When I pitch over, like over, like that's good overhead. That's good for when I'm in the field. That's why I'm playing defense uh, outfield or infield or whatever, not pitching, um, whatever. So it would mess me up. So he'd get in my head and I'd just be thinking like what he wanted me to do to keep him happy, but then trying to do what I, like where I know that I have skill and like muscle memory from all the work I would do at practice and outside of practice. It was just a lot of shit. But eventually I just like started to let it go and would just like watch this comedy show of him trying to coach, like fall asleep during games, fall asleep in the dugout. Um, uh, not make any fucking sense and be asking about like what we should do. He'd just be complaining and bitching about what we weren't doing. Um, yeah, he was just taking up space, basically. Mascot. He sometimes he tried to warm up with us, and we'd all be worried he was gonna like as he was running, we'd be running laps, and he'd be like way behind us. And a few times he fell down, thought he died. <clears throat> but one time we really thought he died. And this is where I got my friend group. And I started to ramble too much. I told myself I wouldn't, but we'll end on this. One day, karma got this motherfucker. And I'm glad it did. It's terrible. It's so dark. But he, like I said, was my nemesis. So we were in Estacada warming up for seven. I think it was summer baseball. First game of summer after the season. But we're coming back kind of a fresh start. And we're feeling good because we got like juniors that are now going to be seniors. And all the sophomores, which was my group, were going to be juniors. And we got some guys. Like It's kind of exciting. But we still don't have a coach. <clears throat> And Mr. Conley's in the bullpen. Um, not really paying attention. He is, but he's kind of gawking at the other team, watching what they're doing, and just being old, like losing concentration. And one of our pitchers, Dix, is in warming up, and he's notorious for being wild. And he throws a rogue fastball as hard as he can, just like heaves one, and I see it. Like, I'm standing back there with him, and it goes a little high, and it hits Mr. Conley right in the back of the head, full fucking force, 80-plus miles an hour, and he fucking goes down instantly, <clears throat> instantly like a bag of fucking potatoes, and I fucking laughed. <laughs> Other people did, too, and then we ran over to see if he was okay, and he was, like, fucked up, and ambulance came, and... He didn't leave, but he had a fucking bandage on his head, blood and shit. Like, he should have gone. He probably got a concussion. Probably put him another foot into the ground, honestly. But he deserved it. He was a son of a bitch. <laughs> and somehow he continued to coach after that. So that being said, my God, the things that people don't do and still have a job. Love you. God bless you. God help you. Till next time. Happy hunting.